Welcome to Deep Dive from Colonial Church. These are meant to act as a companion to our messages, where we dive into some of the details of the larger points, gain insight into what some of the takeaways were, and just talk about things we liked. We encourage you to listen to the companion message before diving in. Otherwise, enjoy. Hey everybody, welcome back to Deep Dive and Happy New Year, Happy 2021. Chris here, I'm super excited that you're joining us again today. And today I am with Pastor Aaron and Pastor Chris. And we are looking at Pastor Matt's new message, first message of the new year. And it was called The Greatest Year of My Life. It's actually the first message of a series that he's starting here in January in our church. And it really was an awesome message. And we have a lot of fun talking about it, a lot of fun talking about some of the nuances of the message and kind of a reflection back of where this message came from and what this message looks like in retrospect to our 2020s and what we're hoping it's going to look like for our 2021. So I hope you guys all enjoy. All right. Happy New Year, guys. How are you? Great. Happy New Year. It is 2021 officially. Woo! Pumped. Are you stoked? Yeah. Leaving 2020 behind, building on to bigger and better things, building on, going on, moving on. Yeah. Doing something that works. New seasons, bro. (laughs) New seasons. New rivers and new roads. Speaking of new seasons, oh, good segue. Um, Pastor Matt started a new series yesterday, The Greatest Year of My Life. Yes. It was fire. Mm -hmm. It was. It's a good way to start the new year. January 3rd, 2021, starting it strong. It was just a good day in the house all day yesterday. Yeah. Worship was great. Chris, you were a part of that. How did that feel? That was good to just have the crew up there and worship. It was it was amazing. Yeah. I, I think there was a really beautiful sense of just expectancy. Yeah. Like everyone was expectant for God to move. And uh, I think that translated through worship, but also through the message too and people yeah. just leaning in during the message so yeah it was cool it was, really was yeah i feel like people are really open just more than usual too. just being the new year mm-hmm. and coming out of the year that we've had it's like people are just they need god to move yeah. you know and so you can feel that in the room for sure yeah it was great it was um you know we're gonna get into it but it felt especially there at the end when we took some time intentionally at the end of service for people to kind of like tune in and feel the Holy Spirit move in them and hear the hear their words for the year and the season and kind of start that process. It, that was like, there was it was a palpable sense mm-hmm. of expectancy and excitement. I was in the back and I was just like, the room, there was like a heaviness to it, but not like in a, not in a sad sense. There was just like a, this is important. And people realized that. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing. It was really amazing to see. Yeah, I think uh, just... <clears throat> Also, this year, looking into 2021, it's like there has never been such a, an importance for this year. Yeah. Like people, I feel like, really value this upcoming year just just because of the past. You yeah. Know? And I think when you go through difficult things, like it makes you really expect either expectant or fearful of what the future is. And Pastor Matt kind of addressed that a little bit in the top of his message, just being like, you know, fear and faith ask the same question, but in different ways. Yeah, that was really great. Yeah, I feel like that's, you know, and you have that choice to either be expectant about this year or to be afraid of this year. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of people were 
really like you felt the expectation and the people that maybe came in with fear hopefully left with more expectation than what they were expecting yeah no i think that i think that's the best the you know the a really good observation of just the kind of spirit of what people want to see happen mm-hmm. in 2021 yeah because a lot of people are going to look on back on 2020 as a hard year i mean the whole world has experienced a very trying difficult taxing year um but I think it's been really important because Pastor Matt lately has been focusing on, and Pastor Jill as well, been focusing on the fact that like God was moving in that year. Mm-hmm. You know, it may have been difficult. It may have been trying for a lot of reasons. And there was a lot of people that had a lot of suffering and a lot of loss, but God was still in it. Yeah. And now we go into 2021 knowing that, okay, if God was in this past year, that means God is going to be in this next year. So mm-hmm. what is this next year going to look like? What am I going to ask? Right. What, what is God going to do? What is God going to move? How is he going to move in my life? And I think that's, it's an incredible way to approach um, a new season, a new year, a new chapter, whatever you want to call it. And especially right off the bat, January 3rd, to just start it so strong with this message. Um, I, it was amazing. And it felt like Pastor Matt had been sitting on it for a while. Like, and it right. just came out of him. It yeah. really did. So let's get into that. Um Again, it was called The Greatest Year of My Life. It's a start to a series. We don't know how long the series is going to be, um, but it's going to be awesome to see and watch and hear how it moves in our house. But um, he kind of started it with this idea of what we've been talking about, like how, what are we expectant for? You know, what Mm -hmm. are we asking God to do? And and like you said, there's the approach of fear, which says like, oh, what is this year going to look like? And there's the expectation like the the approach of faith and excitement what is this year going to look like <laughs> it's just a change of right. of tone which is so awesome um but he broke it down into two major points one was a kind of more spiritual and one was a um more practical point and the first spiritual one was give god the glory um so let's talk about that for a minute giving god the glory in our year what does that look like for you guys i don't know i, I really love that that point i think to some people it could seem elementary Mm -hmm. but it's um such a valuable important thing to do yeah to give god the glory through everything i Mm -hmm. think in this past year um it's been more difficult than most times where you know i think with the unknown of covid and all that stuff to to again like what we were talking about earlier like maybe step and dabble with fear instead Mm -hmm. of faith and I love that he made that point even before getting to his point of giving God the glory. Like he talked about how we should never um, bring God down to the level of our experience. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really interesting. So that there have been times where I've had to like pull away from the temptation to step into fear. Yeah. And to, you know walk into faith which one way that looks is giving god the glory and just trusting him Mm -hmm. and like knowing that everything's going to be okay so i I loved that he started with that point um and he was just saying how like my purpose is to give god the glory yeah plain and simple and it is so true and um i love that he also said like you will never come second when you when you put God first yeah, in life. Exactly. And that was a really good like sub point to that, yeah. I thought as well. Yeah, I thought it was great because it's it's such a good and I know the next point is more of what he called the practical point, but this one was so practical in the sense of like 
there's no there's no other way to like expect an awesome year unless you're first giving God like the year. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. turning it over to him and saying like, hey, it's yours. You know, it's not mine. Um, I'm just living it. So I thought that was great. Yeah. And also talking about um, resting and giving God the glory. Yeah. Um, it was kind of a throwaway line, I feel like, but it was so powerful just saying like, if he gets the glory, I'll be just fine. Yeah. Like, right. That's the crux, I feel like, of giving God the glory is when you trust him, mm-hmm. you know, it's full trust and giving God glory is trusting him and knowing that, hey, if if it's not about me, it's about him, then I'll be just fine. He'll take care of me. Yeah. And that's that's such a good way to enter into this year, looking ahead into this year and being like, you know what, if I give God the glory for everything that comes up this year, I'll be fine. Yeah. Like no matter what happens, no matter what happens around the world, what's going on in my situation, circumstances, he gets the glory. We're fine. Yeah. He's going to take care of me. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome. It was one of those things too, where it made me, and Christy said this, it's like a, it's a simple truth, but it's one of those ones where when you really think about it, like all the elements and aspects of your life, are you giving God the glory in them? And he talked about like in your marriage, in your Mm -hmm. career, in your finances, you know, in living with margin, are you making sure that like you're, you're, you're appreciating the things that God has given you and it's going to continue to give you and like realize that it's all through him. Like that was really kind of touching to me because it, it's something that I take for granted sometimes, mm. you know, it's very easy to not give God the glory in the mundane or the simple things. But the truth is we should do it in all things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love that it, earlier he spoke about uh well he read ephesians three twenty, mm-hmm. and i feel like that's one one of many banner verses for our house yeah and i love that he mentioned that like god can do anything mm-hmm. far more than we can imagine basically i'm paraphrasing but like that that alone like knowing that can really stir up our expectation and then motivate us to to give god the glory through mm-hmm. everything yeah you know so i i love that he mentioned that too right before going to that point yeah. Um, but yeah, I loved it. I love that he started there. Yeah. And then he continued on. That really is a good verse. I'm actually going to read it because I think it needs to be emphasized again. But it says, God can do anything, you know, far more than you could ever imagine or guess or request in your wildest dreams. He does it not by pushing us around, but by working within us, his spirit deeply and gently within us. Mm-hmm. And I like that gently part mm-hmm. because it was like, and he drove that in yesterday where he talked about it's not a forceful push. Right. Like it's that gentle push and that correction and that direction. And that, that really is, I think you're right. It's like a banner for our house. It's so good. Um, Yeah. And then the next point was the practical one, if we want to call it that. And that was like, okay, if you want to have the greatest year of your life, first give God the glory, but then you can't do it alone. Don't mm-hmm. do life alone. And for me, and I think this is probably going to be across the house. 2020 was a year where a lot of us probably were more alone than we've ever been. There was Mm -hmm. a lot of isolation that occurred. There was a lot of like what we would call normal interactions and things that didn't happen. And, you know, being transparent, I became a real big homebody, Mm -hmm. which is a problem that I have to begin with. I can be very hermitish in my, you know, um, very introverted. But he was very, very, I think, quick to point out that like, okay, you can't do that. Like, and there's no excuse for not having community. Um, and that, that to me is a huge part of our house. We're focused on community. 
Um, and it was really awesome to see that be right out of the gate, January 3rd, 2021 community. Yeah. We're not giving up on it. Year may look different. Community may look different than it has in the past, but it's important. Yeah. Community takes work too. Like, and I feel like this past year just gave people, uh, an opportunity to give up on that work. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so getting back into it can be difficult, but it's, that's why we need that encouragement, um, to not do it alone, you know, yeah. to, to, uh, be, be, uh, what's the word? Like very intentional mm-hmm. with yeah. your community. Yeah. And, um, I think when you're out of, when you're out of the rhythm of something, it's hard to get back into it, mm-hmm. but the rhythm is so healthy, you know? So yeah. it's worth working for to get back into as far as community goes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it feels good to do life alone sometimes, yeah, you know, but it's never, uh, like I always find whenever I'm in a season like that, um, which we have experienced this year, like there's a deficit at the end of the day. Like at first I might be like, Oh, relaxing. I can do whatever I want. But then like, you know, two months down the line, it, it's like, I'm missing something, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And you were supposed to, you know, iron sharp, it's iron. We're supposed to rub up against one another. And like, we're supposed to have those conversations and, uh, interactions of the everyday with people, um, because it, it pushes us both forward, mm-hmm. you know? Definitely. Yeah. No, it's good. I think it's, um, and he said before that, or I should say after that, you know, fear and isolation can just destroy a life. Mm-hmm. And he talked about the idea of like when you're by yourself, when you're isolated from others, there's that fear and that kind of that voice that creeps in mm-hmm. that says, well, why am I not a part of community anymore? Mm-hmm. Do they not like, you know, simple things. Yeah. Do they not like me? Why isn't this person here? Why isn't that? And those are all tools of the enemy to mm-hmm. try to separate you from one another. So try to separate you from separate you, excuse me, from community. Mm-hmm. Um, and how we just have to like, not listen to those things, mm-hmm. you know, and that's why it's important to be intentional. Like you said, intentionality is like, I think the biggest struggle a lot of times when it comes to community, because we live in this day and age where a lot of us take for granted, um, the use of social media mm-hmm. as like a false sense of community. And it's like, uh, it can be a tool, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's not real authentic community yeah, in yeah. that sense. Instead of, using social media it can use you very quickly if you're not careful that's yeah. true so it's like that's that's the balance right mm-hmm. and that's the the pro and con with social media and I, I was actually thinking about that a lot when he was speaking yeah because i feel like this past year we've seen an, an example of how damaging social media can be mm-hmm. but also you know throughout last year there were good sides to social media as well Yeah, to give people hope and you can use it as a tool to encourage and uplift people. And, yeah. um, so I, I loved that point where he, he mentioned uh, that it was just the reminder of distance creates distortion. Mm-hmm. And that really spoke to me. Um, it was just a good reminder. Like, it's funny, like how many, like, I know that all of us have done this before, but like we can get it we shoot a text to somebody like, Hey man, what's going on? You want to hang out this weekend and you don't get a text back for like three or four days. You're like, Oh no. Oh man. And you start, you know, your self-talk <laughs> clearly tells you like, okay, cool. I guess we're not friends anymore. And like, I guess this guy hates we'll me. never repair our friendship. And like, I guess he's mad at me. Like, okay, cool. The, you know, our next encounter in mm-hmm. person is going to be awkward and you build it up and you build these assumptions. Yeah. And then 
you meet that person like four or five days later and you're like, oh, dude, I, I was out of town. I didn't have service. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Totally my life. I'm the worst at that. Like, I, just letting those I things think everybody, go. <laughs> everybody has a bit of that. And like it happens to me too. And like overthink a situation, but we expect the best. Yeah, you know? exactly. And then, you know, whenever you can get in contact with that person, the, the whole point is that you follow up, you know, and you stay in community. Yeah. You know? And I think that was... Um, that hit home for me too. Like, I, I just really, I like that point. Um, yeah. What are, was really good. what are some ways, like just to pose a question Yeah. since we've talked about how we've all pretty much felt isolated this year at one point or another, mm-hmm. what are some ways practically that you guys have combated that or, you know, gotten back in the rhythm? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I know for me, during the early stages of um, the pandemic when like things were really locked down (laughs) and you know, we all experienced this together. I became ridiculous fans of um, FaceTime and like zoom. Yeah. And I, I know it's as simple as like a text message or a phone call, but for me using those, those tools to see someone's face Mm -hmm. meant a lot. Like it really did help me because I was like inside with my wife and my kids who are wonderful but like being able to just like, I know Aaron, you and I, like we were doing a lot of production stuff at that time. Yeah. And it was like, we could have talked or text message like mm-hmm. simply, but it was like, no, no, we're going to, we're going to do this over a video yeah. so I can see you and see that there's more people out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. So that was really helpful for me, but also um, making sure that the time I do get to spend with people is very intentional. And I don't want to say it's like, um, choreographed or anything like that but it's very very intentional in the sense of like it's not taken for granted like Mm -hmm. i'm spending time with you because i want to spend time with you and whatever that looks like whether that's grabbing coffee for an hour um i'm gonna make the most of that i'm not gonna take it for granted like i may have prior to this past year if that Mm -hmm. makes sense that's been really important for me yeah i think for me it was kind of difficult. Like you didn't, at some points you didn't really have a choice, but to be away from people. Yeah. So, um, I was, I'm with you on that. Like that FaceTime is amazing. Those videos. <laughs> yeah. And I remember us FaceTiming each other. Like, even if it was just like a, one question like, yeah. for five minutes, like, Hey, what you doing? Oh, good to see you, man. Okay, cool. Yeah. So we'll do this for the scheduling. Okay, great. All right. See you later. Yeah. And, uh, I, I had to remind myself to just, to get out of the house, you know, walk, go, yeah. go for a walk, you know, with Mal, um, to just, that, that kind of was like a nice reset for me. And then if you can't hang out with a lot of people, maybe you can still meet with people, but from a distance, you know, like sitting out in the front yard, like in lawn chairs, like yeah, away yeah, from exactly. each other and just chat, you know, and, you know, chatting from a distance, but I don't know, like I, I, I did have to get creative and I think it was most of the time, you know, um, being intentional with my relationship with Jesus, reading the word, praying, mm-hmm. but like praying with other people, talking to other people on FaceTime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So those were, yeah, just a couple of things. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, when starting to get into a place to where you can be around people more often is uh, combating that like fear when you want to leave the house or whatever. Yeah. Like, like there's this where it's like this person asked me to hang out or whatever. I have this opportunity to do this. I am at home. I'm in my pajamas. I'm yeah, like, yeah. you know, in for the night. But then just being like, 
forcing yourself, you know, and be like, no, okay, I'm going to do this, you know, and then going out and doing it. I never, ever like at the end of those hangs or whatever was like, man, I hated this. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, why did I do that? I should have stayed home. It's always, you know what I mean? So more, so refreshing. It's like when you're so thirsty, but you don't know you're thirsty. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then you you like hang out with people and it's so refreshing. Um, I think it's important when that starts to come back into your life and open up. And you can get creative with it too. Yeah. Uh, um, like uh, I recently was in Oregon with my family and uh, we needed to social distance pretty heavily while we were there just because of some health stuff. And they were what we decided to do was sit outside which was like 15 degrees outside but we <laughs> but we all had electric blankets like the, with a power strip just like you know like 10 electric blankets all plugged in it was <laughs> amazing. amazing it was so cool yeah so that anyway. sounds crazy that's awesome yeah there's been a lot of outside hangs i feel like that has become a new thing which has been great mm-hmm. it's like a added benefit you know uh, uh to this whole thing but yeah i think it's just an again it goes back to intentionality and i think that's what pastor matt was trying to drive in and this idea of like, yeah. hey, you have this whole community of people, even just practically within the walls of our church or within the walls of our, like our online church, because um, that's another thing, you know, it's like, how do you create community through your online church? And we've done a really good job, I think, of navigating that. But it's like there we're giving you these opportunities to stay connected, whatever they may look like. You just have to like be able to be willing to like say yes to them. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean if you're not comfortable coming back into a building, that's fine. But we're giving you an opportunity in another way, whether it be online through, you know, the recordings, whatever it may be, stay connected that way. Mm -hmm. Don't do life alone. Um, So I love that. I think it's great. And I think it's just a symbol of like, it speaks to the heart of our church and our mission statement here, Mm -hmm. um, you know, which is to create a vibrant Bible-based church Mm -hmm. um, whose focus is people. You know, our focus is Jesus rather and focus and mission is to uh, bring people home. And so people is the big part of that. Yep. Mm -hmm. So he also um, talked about at the end of this one, he gave us a shopping list. I loved it. Did you? It was so good. Yeah. It was like the Christian community shopping list. It's like a, it's so cheesy, but amazing in its title. Yeah. It was, it was a good amount of stuff too. Yeah. Um, we don't have to talk about them all, but some of them, I, you know, if there was anyone that stood out ex- like strongly to you, let's talk about that. Because like, I know that for me, perspective was really good. And that was the one he started off with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just to have someone else in your life look at maybe something you're going through from a different angle. Yeah. And saying, hey, I know you're like anxious about this, but like it's going to be okay. Yeah. Because of this, that and the other. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And having fresh eyes on the situation that you're actively going through yeah. I think is so important. hundred percent. Um, I love that he mentioned wisdom. That's yeah. what we get in community as well. Mm-hmm. Wisdom. Um, my goodness. Like I can't tell you how thankful I am that like pastor Bob is in our lives. <laughs> Aren't we all? Cause I'm uh, oftentimes, you know, throughout every week I'm, I'm like, okay, cool. I'm not really sure what to do, God. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'll wait and listen. But then I go to my community. I go to someone that maybe has lived a little longer than me that has more wisdom. Hey, what what's your take on this? Like, yeah. how would you work through this situation? Mm-hmm. What do you think's best? And then go from there. And obviously, like, yeah, yes, you pray and go go before the Lord when you don't know what to do. But like, also, God has placed 
people in your life for a significant reason yeah. to provide wisdom and, and clarity as well. So I, I love that part. Well, and I think, I think that was the point to you trying to drive in with this idea of like, these are tools within the Christian community because when it comes to wisdom, like you were saying, and in the point, another point that I like correction, which is what he yeah. talked about. Like there is like this falling back on the word, but also like using those people in your life who are strong in the word mm-hmm. to help, they help you know sounding boards for you and bounce it off of you and i think that's great i think that's you know we're really we're really lucky here to have so many people who are just like further along mm-hmm. on the road and have so much wisdom to share and they're willing to share it mm-hmm. you know pastor bob's one of them when we reference him a lot but he's really important <laughs> so yeah i really like the accomplishment because in how he talked about how this past year with all the again talking about 2020 but um this past year just all the struggles that churches went through and how like getting to a place to where you know we are still reaching people Mm -hmm. and still the gospel still going out there's a sense of accomplishment to that yeah and that's how it is with our life too when we're in community with people um you know there's a sense of accomplishment when you guys overcome things together yeah uh, and that's what we're meant to do. We're all on the same road, running the same race, moving in the same direction. Yeah. And moving, like accomplishing the task of, you know, spreading the gospel together. And there's accomplishment in that. Amen. That was Definitely. awesome. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it was just a, it was an overall like huge Sunday for our house, but this message just has me really, really excited for what's to come. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so I can see it turning into two. some part two, part three, whatever it may be. Keep all it year, all just greatest year. <laughs> so mm-hmm. We're doing a year long. That would be fun to watch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure you can do it. Yeah, I loved it. We hope you enjoyed that, and it helped you and challenged you to grow. Please share it along with the message with someone in your life who needs to hear it. We'd also love to hear from you. Share your thoughts on the message or deep dive with us or just say hey by emailing us at podcast at colonialchurch.life or visiting us at colonialchurch.life. Until next time, God bless.